0: Episode twenty-eight. This is Fi gets uh, PC. I had to think. It's actually goes PC. I always mess this up because of YouTube. Yes, I'm not here on my own. I have people with me. Uh, voices in my head mostly. I am here as always with the Unicorn Slayer, aka Pete. Say hello. Am I allowed to talk now? Yes. You Project. did very well. Keeping, I didn't keeping, you. keeping yourself to yourself. It's yeah. very good. Makes change. Yes, we are here with the Unicorn Slayer as always, but we're also here. a Very special guest. He's followed the series since day one. He's a local legend to us mm-hmm. and everyone who's local. He is the one and only Will. Say hello. Oh, yeah, How's it going? It's very good. I think we're good. Are we good? Are we good? Yeah. We are good. So, weekly wrap ups. but a busy week. Yeah, it has for the world. Uh, we've had the Golden Globes, which literally sounds like some kind of euphemism, doesn't it? <laughs> euphemism. <laughs> euphemism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that folk story that you never really heard about. The Golden Globes. It's like Rapunzel, but with added stuff.
1: Yeah. With less hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bold Rapunzel. That's that's a that's, a that's wasted before it yeah. even starts. That's our advertising for next year. Yeah. Come watch the bold Rapunzels. There you go. It's great. I'd... Will's, Will's going to have to speak up. We're glad to have you with
0: us. It's been yeah. a long time coming. It has indeed. It has, yes. Yep. So, Golden Globes, just to quickly, briefly wrap this up, were you uh, pleased with the results of that? Or have you no idea? I have absolutely no idea. Gary Oldman won. That's all I care about. Is that for Winston Churchill? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't Harry Potter, that was a bit... (laughs) <laughs> that, was, that was a while back. <laughs> yeah, he was a good Harry Potter, wasn't he? <laughs> Brilliant, <laughs> <yeah>. Harry Almond. <Holman. laughs> it's, it's quite
1: amazing to watch him grow. It's it's got to be said though. If you go through an entire film and give yourself nicotine poisoning for how oh much man. you're getting into it, you deserve the odd award. Yeah, I think that's yeah, an Oscar absolutely. right there. Yeah, to you, right? To be actually get nicotine
2: poisoning. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's amazing. Smoked that many cigars during the film. Something of like twelve thousand or something like this. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12,000. quarter, the quarter big, of the like, budget. The big. Oh, they,
2: they got the proper ones, ones that he actually
1: used to smoke. Yeah, they, oh my God,
2: but they were like ridiculously hardcore.
0: Yeah. And very expensive. I think it's like three grand for mm-hmm. one or something. It's on all the talk shows. But he won. Um, Francis McDormand won for a film that no one's seen yet. You've lost me there as well, I'm afraid. Famous for Fargo. Mm. She's a female actress and that's been a long time coming for her too. It's been quite good. I'm just saying this as a shout out. I'll <laughs> tell you why I'm talking about the Gone Glows. We've had a massive response from America in the last episode. We've had a lot of listens coming in from the USA. Brilliant. What is wrong with all of you? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Where have you been? Yeah. You
1: been? <laughs> well, start from day one. It's, you know, it goes good. You know. If you've literally got about 28 hours to kill, start from day one. And, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, but that's worth it because what you do is you get yourself some sort of illness and yeah, you're hospital yeah. bound. You've got 28 hours. Believe me, you don't sleep in hospitals because you get sexy nurses poking you. With time. It's great. By the way, shout out to night nurse Becky. Oh, to okay, be
0: 13 again. Was was that the capsule oh. or the medicine? <laughs> 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 that well, if you have enough, if you have enough night nurse, you uh, you do see things. Yeah, uh, quite yeah. often. But, um, you know, that's some some medicine, medicine humour right there. Um, So what I was going to say is we also had a few people coming in from Tokyo, which is really good. So big konnichiwa to people in Japan. Can they understand me? I don't know. Maybe they're just fascinated with your vocal
1: range. Quite possibly. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I had to have like lessons.
1: Yeah. I've, you know, I've been in. I do come with subtitles quite often.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which is quite weird when you actually you've got a bloke wandering around behind you with like those massive boards that they have in telly. Like with you, it's just mental.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna tell Will has gonna lean in. Okay. Otherwise, the people <laughs> at the back won't hear him. There we go. So moving swiftly along. So, gonglows, we've had uh, January transfer markets open up in football. Oh yes. Which means a lot if you're in England and nothing if you don't know anything about football.
1: Well, has become the third most expensive player in history. Yes. We yeah. rinsed
0: Barcelona, mm-hmm. which is very good. Uh, we can now afford to buy a yacht.
1: <laughs> or
0: 12. Maybe an Armada. Who knows? What are they going to do with the money? It's crazy money,
1: isn't it? Is that it? what Van Dijk is, the start of the Armada? Well, yeah, he's Captain Captain Virgil, we call him. Because you have actually spent half of Coutinho's fee on Van Dijk. Well, we actually spent
0: our transfer budget, Yeah, to be honest. We had a pretty big transfer budget going in and about three signings that uh, <laughs> didn't turn up. So um, we've actually made quite a lot off Cortina, and uh, there's a lot mm-hmm. of rumours speculating. This is just a bias towards Liverpool. It is quite an amazing time in football, though, the transfer market, isn't
1: it? Oh, it's mad. Oh, it's
2: mad. We, I mean, we were talking earlier, like, the money that we could have... If we'd sold Sanchez, I'm an Arsenal fan, just for
0: the way. Wait! <laughs> I know. No, no, it's good. It's uh, quick shout... Me. Well, no, quick shout... <laughs> I to do my, pity you. Quick yeah. shout-out to my mate Ash. Ash McNair, who's a budding actor in New York City, is actually a massive Arsenal fan as well. I don't mind Arsenal. I can talk about Arsenal.
1: I, I have a very rational hatred of Arsenal. I don't get it. We're like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty man, sure. Fine, but. Well, I'm pretty sure it's from about 1999 where you knocked us out of the FA Cup in the quarterfinals. Yes. And I've hated them ever since. This is Pete being a Wolverhampton supporter. Of course. Yeah, And our rumour is that we're spending 34 million on an AC Milan forward. Really? Yes, which that's one? how mad football's really, gone. Really Silver. Tidy as well. Which one? Silver. Oh okay. Thirty four mil from a championship club. Well, you know.
2: Yeah, but you're gonna be Premier League in like months. Oh yeah.
0: He's also clocking on a fair bit. His years mm. are rolling. So it's not like he's a whippersnapper.
1: It's still thirty four
0: mil. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Well I think it's it's quite attractive being in the uh championship.
1: Well we uh, like Wills just said, we're not gonna be there for long. Yeah, exactly. We've got, we've got an aim, and that aim is not just to survive in the Premiership. you got to understand the Championship is
0: actually, I think it's pretty much the classic Premier League. It mm. reminds me of like the 1990s Premier yeah, League.
1: Oh, it's a fab league. Yeah.
0: So anyway, actually, that's really enough football. We don't want to dumb. bore the world. Um, soccer, if you're in America. Don't know <laughs> don't why. Don't swear at me. <laughs> no, I don't know why they do that to me. Because ah, they've got crazy. their um, hand egg game. Yeah, they have. They have yeah. uh, their oh, gro- yeah. grotesque rugby, I call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Gaining yards—that's <laughs> what we call American football. Yeah, gaining yards and uh, play a bit, then have a half an hour break, and then play a bit more. Steal the guy's camera phone. Yeah, yeah, you yeah think that's, tried that's to there. get through an
2: American football game. It takes—it takes hours. You are just sort of there, we're going. Are you going to do anything now?
1: No. What, <laughs> what, Watching the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Well, just, to, to be honest, just, I always found that um, playing the game, say on PlayStation or whatever, if it's Madden's, yeah, I find that quite amusing. There was a really good one on the Xbox One, the Black Box. I shouldn't say Xbox One. It's the Black Box, the first original Xbox, (laughs) which was called um, NFL Hits. And it was really good because you could just basically destroy people on it. It was like a Street Fighter meets a football game. It was great. So that was fun. But yeah, um, since, well, I think watching it's quite painful. Because, I, I mean, half the time we're watching all the Lions guys and the refs are communicating
1: in sign language. Yeah. I've got no idea what they're on about. They seem to run on the pitch, do a little dance, and then throw something on the floor. Uh, it's quite tactical as well. I'm like, waiting for the coppers it... to come in and go, right, you're arrested for littering. Yeah, I, it, it is have no missed. idea what the referees do. I have absolutely no idea.
0: Well, he, I think the big point here, and this is a big shout-out to Americans who are going to hate us after saying this, but in the Super Bowl, which is our equivalent to the end of the league, so whoever's going to win the, yeah. the Premier League or the Championship, whatever, at the end of the season, mm-hmm. it's really not a It's just another day <laughs> at the office for us in, in our sports. But in America, it says everything when your sport needs a concert halfway through a game just to keep <laughs> yeah, everyone interested. Yeah. <laughs> just saying.
2: To be fair, that would make cricket better. It would make yes, everything better. Definitely. But I don't I mean, And that's coming from me. I love cricket, I love it to bits, because it's basically the best sport, because you can legitimately start drinking at nine in the morning. And then you just roll out
0: of there at like six and you go straight to the pub. It's a sport that lasts for days. Mm-hmm. Literally. Literally. Yeah. But, but it's it's like how would you book the concert for like a cricket match?
2: Inevitably be something like Ed Sheeran. <laughs>
1: I think it'd be bluegrass. <laughs> I, I, I think Coldplay. Who's the dullest fan oh, that, 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 that you can think that of? That would
0: be quite depressing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and cricket's depressing as it is. I mean, exactly, have you, been,
2: yeah.
1: have you been following the Ashes? It's ugh, <laughs> just, I can't. I won't, no more. <laughs> have we got any Aussie listeners? If uh, so, well we done, prob- you've we thrashed us do. again.
0: We probably do. <laughs> if you're in Australia, you're probably gloating. But mm. I don't care because I don't follow cricket. No, normally. And it's very off-season if you're in the UK anyway. Because mm-hmm. it'd be like freeze-ball.
1: Although in Australia, they have had almost record temperatures. That's yeah. another one for the week. Yeah. 40, 46 degrees in Sydney, I believe. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. It's been mad. I would actually just melt. We can't imagine that no. as English, can we? Our hottest ever day is about 41, I think. I, yeah. yeah well, the Recorded. Hottest mm. it, it,
2: the hottest it's been in the last couple of years. Like, it got to about 33, like... Yeah, nice and, a, and nobody could come. And, and no, I was just lying in bed going, kill me now, <laughs> Yeah.
0: Well, it is slightly different because in our climate, when we do have the hot days, we have complete freeze on, there's no breeze or nothing, it's nope. just dead heat. Yeah. And we have no air conditioning because mm-hmm. it would be a joke in the UK <laughs> for that one day a year that you might use it, Yeah. complete joke. So in a way, it's quite nice to be environmentally friendly in this country, yeah, yeah. you know. But you're hoping for that breeze. It was quite brutal mm-hmm. when it got hot last year. Especially working in it. Yeah. In long sleeves. Yeah, and had a waistcoat. Co- yeah.
1: And a tie. Well,
0: also when we were filming. <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah, had a yeah. few days where our cameras and equipment nearly melted. <laughs> so, yeah. And froze. <laughs> yeah. We've had it all. Our cameras have gone through the elements. But anyway, we are now going to get into the main juxt of the podcast. The main bit. We're gonna talk about our random three questions. We mm-hmm. actually have a total of nine because Will's here.
1: Hey! Which is fantastic!
0: <laughs> so, um, who wants to start with their first one? Do you want me to start? Yep, yeah, go. For make it, it for a one. tradition? Of course. My first one, it's quite an obvious one. And it's sad because I'm trying to take off a lot of these popular things that people ask on, on a podcast. But it is: what is your favorite superhero? That is my first question. And why? <laughs> I will ask that, we'll go we'll go we'll go in, in an order, I'll ask that to Will first. Cause he's the most unprepared and that makes right. it funny. Okay. okay.
2: I would say any of the X Men purely because I'm just like, oh wait, people with disabilities can be cool? Yes please, I'll have some of that. <laughs> so Cyclops, definitely, although according to all my mates, I would be the worst professor X in the entire world. <laughs> And i just, I just use that sort of hovery wheelchair thing to just ram people the whole time. <laughs> just
0: just hit them. Well, he, he probably does himself, yeah. Yeah, to be honest. It's just yeah. the cameras don't see it. Well, if, in, the, in the life documentary,
1: that is the X-Men. Just yeah. when, when he's in a queue that isn't moving quick enough for him. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, sorry, didn't see you there, mate.
2: <laughs> sorry about that.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good
2: answer, All the X-Men. Just all of them combined. And then, can I,
0: can I sleep with Storm? I guess you could
1: sweet
2: then really? I'm sorted
0: if, if that, she that if, would, if she says yes that would be an interesting <laughs> of course otherwise it could get a bit stormy if we're going that way I'm taking Jean Grey oh no we'll, we'll I bring are. we'll, we'll <laughs> uh, we've got to leave we've got to leave your uh, secret desires
1: of the boudoir <laughs> behind so Pete same question goes to you I never really grew up watching them I, I'm not a comic person so most of mine have been recent so it's got to be Deadpool Mm. Because he's just—he's almost an anti-hero.
0: Well, he is. There's not an almost <laughs> about it, and it's actually a good segue to the X-Men. Yeah, because he's officially part of the X-Men.
2: Yeah, that's
0: true. Universe. It's interesting. I knew you'd say that. Yeah, someone I you would might. have to say that. <laughs> Mine, ironically, I—I I was going to say Deadpool too, but that's because as a kid growing up mm-hmm. in the whole spectrum of Deadpool, I've always liked Deadpool. But for me, actually, it's more of a. I've got to be true to my gothic roots and say Eric Draven from The Crow, who's my ultimate superhero, because he's kind of like karma (laughs) and stuff. They're actually remaking it with Jason Momoa. Nice. Yeah. I think that's a good casting. I
1: I, I I thought you'd have gone for Groot, because you're on about the same mental level there. No,
0: because, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, he's a government plant. Hey! Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I just wouldn't know how much Vin Diesel was paid. For those lines, I just think that his preparation must have been really extremely difficult. You know, <laughs> can you imagine the script? Oh man, go and stand in the garden for five hours. That's oh, crazy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think like a tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those where you're doing a school play and they've got the one kid who really can't act, so they've got to find a role for them. Yeah. Like, right, you be a tree. Yeah. just get a big painted bit of green card. And they just stand there and occasionally move. And you're like, why is the tree moving? Oh,
2: you saw me in my, my nativity when I was yeah, 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 oh, yeah, right, great, yeah. I,
1: fair, I wonder why there was a tree in
0: the nativity, but you know. To be fair, that is one of the predominantly sought-after roles <laughs> for kids growing up in every yeah, yeah. school in this country. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. It, they, they still put the it on their CVs. Yeah.
0: yeah. But the problem is, if you've come through the thespian school of being a tree, they often say that your acting is quite wooden. Just ask, just ask Keanu Reeves about that. No, I'm joking. It is a role that you grow into, though, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can branch out from there. Yeah, yeah. Or you can take a leaf from the book of tree. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we've got enough tree puns. My <laughs> whole point about Jason Momoa, I wanted to just segue into something about that. Have any of you guys got Netflix? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. pretty much on a third of everything on Netflix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Must have a long-term contract. Frontier and everything, like, in that vein. He's doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. yeah. But right. it's Have a good you time. seen
2: Frontier though? I haven't. Oh, don't bother. I got, through, I got through the first episode and I fell asleep 20 minutes in and then just woke up for the last 10 minutes and I was just like, no, still bored. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I saw. Okay, but... To be honest, I saw the running trailer. There's a thing on Netflix right now that I've noticed because I've had to be, I've done a lot of research in the last yeah, yeah. couple of months on it. And basically, whenever you click on something, now it plays that automatic trailer. <laughs> yeah. Well, six things have the same soundtrack. <laughs> so it's almost like they've just got because they've got no licensing to get like for Star Wars you can't get John Williams that'll cost an extra whatever yeah, yeah. so they've got this generic crappy thing <laughs> that then applies to about 300 different things yeah. Frontier is one of the only ones because I think it's under the originals label yeah that actually plays a real trailer mm. and that trailer alone just makes me want to drill my head <laughs> I've got to be honest <laughs> Jason Momoa looks like the only quasi-interested thing about it and he's also a character yeah. that looks Totally not of that era. Yeah, <laughs> It's quite mad. But I'm really happy that he's in the Crow because I've been trying to make this Crow film remake. And obviously it comes with a lot of taboo because you've got the <laughs> Brandon Lee classic one, which mm. was a cult sensation. Never really hit the box office, didn't smash it, but it was something that people always loved in my generation. And to actually find a replacement for him has been really difficult. They've had a lot of people. Luke Evans came up who was in uh, Lord of the Rings, well, The Hobbit, mm. more yeah. recently, and he was Dracula, and that got awful. Dracula oh, Begins so or whatever. <laughs> it's like it's Batman, but it.
2: decent Dracula film.
0: I think the Ford Coppola one was pretty good. I'm yeah, a fan of, Bra- of, of Bram Stoker's. Yeah. That's the Francis Ford Coppola one. What it's what
1: talking charming, about. isn't it? Yeah.
0: It had yeah. its failings, like Criana Reeves trying to do an English accent. That was, yeah. That was pretty sad. <laughs> the best thing about mm. that was... Uh, obviously Gary Oldman was great in that of course uh, great Churchill uh impression. Yeah, yeah yeah it was good yeah. <laughs> uh, different side of Churchill I thought yeah yeah <laughs> Transylvanian kind profile.
1: of waxy and white and yeah yeah it's a bit different yeah
0: but I did like the um, Anthony Hopkins as Van Housing yeah that yeah. was genius really good so going through that um, there was something we were saying just a minute ago I've completely forgotten what you it was you were on about the crow Thank you. It's not about a crow. But it's, it's exciting, really. I have one pet peeve at the moment that's going on, because superheroes are basically the dominant force in cinema right yeah. now. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there should be some rules in place where you can't cast, you can't do crossover casting, because you've got Aquaman, which is Jason Momoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to be in Marvel at some point, <laughs> or something, you know. Yeah. And it's like, we've got to keep these guys separate, I feel. It's because the rights keep changing everywhere, don't they? Well, I think it's the rights and I think it's the reboot and I mm. think it's just the uh, the attention. Like, yeah. which, which person... Because as Aquaman, I think he's a great
1: cast member, yeah, yeah.
0: Considering that almost everything about the DC Universe has been pretty bad <laughs> since Nolan left it. <laughs> yeah. My opinion. <laughs> Wonder Woman was alright. It was okay. But anyway, so enough about superheroes. My second question, mm-hmm. and this is for both of you because you worked bars and you've done all of this stuff. Best or weirdest cocktail you've ever had? I've also got an answer to this.
2: I've got to start with. Go for okay, it. Okay, well, uh, so Christmas has just happened. <laughs> has it? <laughs> has it? I <laughs> yeah. missed that. Was a bit of a <laughs> Basically, I was, I was on shift all of Christmas, and you get bored... Yeah, very, very bored and with my place we can drink behind the bar. Yeah. So I made a mould Guinness. Oh wow. <laughs> oh yeah. How did that go? Well, you have to get you have to get the levels right. And so we made a pint of it, first off. Don't do that. <laughs> really you can't get through a pint, it ruins you. Yeah. I actually had to go and have a little bit of a sit-down.
0: Did you heat it up and everything? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So basically what you do <coughs> is you Pour yourself a half a Guinness, whack that in the mug, and then you do all the other mulling stuff in another mug, and then you just whack that on top, and you have to put a lot of rum in. (laughs) I ended up with about (laughs) four shots of rum in. And that levels it out, and then just, and it's actually really, really good. And it's it's sort of weird because the Guinness doesn't curdle, because you know when, like, if you uh, have you done that thing where you stick kind of other stuff in Guinness, Mm -hmm. um, like, Whiskey curdles it, yeah. which is really weird. Yeah. It goes like, sort of gone off eggs. It's bizarre. Um, so it, you basically make it like a mould cider more than a mould wine. Yeah. Which is weird because you'd think it would be more like wine, but it's nice. It's, it's sort of, it's its own beat.
1: I think the weird thing is that you're mulling Guinness. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I've,
2: also, I've, I've done tea with Guinness as well. That's, okay. That's... Man- Man- that is, had you, yeah, you yeah, run out of
1: cream or...? No, I just thought just, a Guinness will do it
2: basically you I just try and put Guinness with as many things as possible yeah working on a Guinness martini that's coming on quite nicely
1: <laughs> Although, well that would work because you you can get an espresso martini well exactly so and that it, yeah that work. Is,
2: it definitely is working you just have to we're sort of figuring out the levels mm-hmm. Also definitely vodka's better than gin in terms of a Guinness martini. Because you know how you get some gin or tingles in.
1: Like, mm. If there's vodka. anybody out there who's thinking of making one of these, go yeah. with vodka. Definitely. Well, I I, just,
0: I like the idea of Guinness and rum. It's basically the Celtic pirate drink. <laughs> well, that's that yeah. pretty
2: much all I drink, yeah. as you well know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're really you're
0: just... the guardian of Guinness. <laughs> yeah. That is your superhero identity. So. There we go. Yeah, there it is. That's me. <laughs> the guardian of Guinness. <laughs> Or our Celtic connection, <laughs> so that's cool, man. If so we random. had, if we had an option, you should write out the ingredients that you use and see if someone can pull it off. Yeah, definitely. We will we'll get a
1: competition. Go and get a YouTube competition. Go yeah, go yeah.
0: On. If you're on YouTube right now and you want to make uh, what we called a uh, Irish pirate <laughs> standard <laughs> Christmas fair, <laughs> yeah, a mulled Guinness. Well, the, have the, a crack.
2: The, yeah. The annoying thing was, is I was sort of having like. We basically splashed, uh, split it in between everyone behind the bar, because getting through a pint of that by yourself, not
0: You all that shucks. But the end.
2: thing is, people then started ordering it, and we were just like, you do know how much this costs, right? we <laughs>
0: probably
2: put about 15 quids worth of booze in here, and they're like, yeah, okay, then And we're just like, oh, that's going to be 20 minutes, that's an absolute pain, but um, yeah, that's probably my best
0: one. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I like that. So we'll call that the Irish Pirate Connection at Christmas
1: Fair, right? <laughs> so it's a long name. So Pete, well, one of my strangest was actually quite similar. It had the slightly controversial name of an Irish car bomb. Okay, but you you, <laughs> you get your Guinness glass, you put a shot of whiskey <clears throat> in the bottom, you then pour your pint of Guinness, and then drop a shot of Baileys in it as well. Yeah, Ooh, I've, I've
2: had people ask me for that. Mm-hmm. I, I tell them to go away.
1: And you you have to down it.
0: Because it curdles. Yeah, of course it really, would. Really, really most quick. things curdle with bales, to I be think,
1: I think one of the strangest ones I had was, he um, starts off with a martini glass. And you've got, I can't remember what the bottom layer was, but you layer some Sambuca on top of it. You then light the Sambuca
2: and stick a straw in it. Oh, is that um, a B52?
1: Kind of, but there's but more. not in
2: a shot glass. Okay. Yeah,
1: because as you're drinking this, as you're just finishing it up, Somebody pours pour some blue curaco and Baileys in, and you oh. keep going. <laughs> and there's, there's about 20 units
0: in so this 10-second drink. So the current theme is you're talking a lot about Baileys.
1: Baileys are yeah. making your rounds. Well, my absolute favourite is um, my breakfast at Download every year. Okay. Um, pop up to one of the stores that makes milkshakes and say, can I have an Oreo milkshake? Yeah. And can you stick a ton of this Baileys in for me, please? Right. And so being Baileys Oreo milkshake. Yeah. Being yeah. Download, they go, yes, of course we can. Yeah. that's not strange at ten o'clock in the morning whatsoever.
0: That's the trend of what became a sort of mudshake concept, isn't it? When they were, when they started. I remember those, yeah. Stuff, yeah, yeah. That uh, used to be
1: um, kind of an alcopop, didn't it? The mudshakes.
0: Yeah, well, it was. It was for a while. Until, it's about when I was seventeen when they came out, yeah. Until kids, until kids started drinking, yeah. <laughs> <and laughs> <laughs> drinking so them. <with> Benny <laughs> To
2: me is just sort of purple vomit. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, it's like the huge concept, which is the mm. first one I think ever came yeah. up. But that's come back, isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: don't think I've ever had one.
2: Have you ever had to clear up um, sour sick? Oh yes. You know it stains the toilet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
2: honestly like when when someone's just like, oh yeah, well someone's just choked up in the toilet, and I'm like. I don't get paid enough for this. Like give
1: me <laughs> this is fifteen quid. This yeah. is when you wonder what they put in these things to get those colours. Well oh, I know. It's food colouring mostly, mm, isn't it? Yeah. What's your strangest other... uh cocktail, well, I've, then?
0: I've it's kind of weird because I'm sort of like with cocktails, like cocktails in the UK, let's be honest, they're very unadventurous usually. <laughs> unless you go to There like, are
1: standards aren't.
0: <coughs> unless you go to um you know, like the really highfalutin places, which are usually found in London or, or places like this. Wasn't
1: anyone in Birmingham, the alchemist?
0: Yeah. Well, it's basically what I was going to say is because with cocktails, the kind of culture isn't really here. It hasn't been. Mm. Yeah. It's starting to, we're starting to get a bit more globalized, but my first real introduction to it was in LA, Los Angeles, because mm. most things are bars in LA, but pubs, yeah. we are having pubs in LA now. <laughs> so it's like this weird crossover is Yeah.
2: <laughs> And it's all so craft ale. think you can actually go for, like, a actual proper pint. Yeah. Well, is, what, what, is the ale warm? No, no. <laughs> is there a dodgy bloke
0: in the corner with a
2: ferret down his trousers? Not yet, but, <laughs> then it's, it's, not it's, a
0: but it's Los Angeles, <laughs> so you never know. But basically what it is, is um, what became a big thing out there is mixology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mixology is kind of like, it reminds me now of vaping. Vaping's kind of got a definition where it is... The brewing system is very similar to mixology. Everything is labeled. It's quite intense, especially when it's expensive stuff rather than cheap stuff. (laughs) Cheap stuff is like nail polish remover or something. But the mixology element to America, one of my good friends out there, Jesse, is basically this is what he he does for his, his job. And I was always kind of skeptical about it. But I watched the guy work and he used to test a lot of stuff that he had ideas on his friends, you see. So yeah. bring you around and say, try this and try this and try this. The one thing he did was like this triple layered... It's kind of like a... I think the idea was that it would be like a caramel chocolate thing. Mm. And it was layered in three different martini uh, cocktail concoctions in a glass. And it you could see the colours. in nice. perfect yeah, 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 it was just like mind-blowing. And every... Sip you get would balance the whole three flavors. Mm. So you'd get what was almost a jelly bean concoction <laughs> in the glass. That's and incredible. this stuff That's was awesome. so alcoholic. Mm. Of course. Right. But you found that you would drink it, you'd be completely wrecked. But by the time you finished it, you were completely okay. <laughs> oh, course, really yeah, strange. Like that. Yeah. yeah. It takes you on a curve. <laughs> but um, that was the weirdest thing. And um, pretty much everything Jesse did was weird but brilliant. Mm-hmm. Right. I think my favourite would always be the classics. Hmm. So I like white Russians. It's dead simple. Yep. You know, you're talking heavily about Bailey's To me, that's <laughs> a more, you know, you're safer with a white Russian because it's just cream. Vodka, it's vodka, collier, milk, isn't
1: yeah. it? Yeah. I, I, I prefer a black Russian Coke instead of the milk. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Too much sugar, though, for me. Well, <laughs> I think one of, the, one of the weirdest ones I've ever heard about, um, I think it serves somewhere up in Alaska. At a hotel, and it's called the Sour Toe Cocktail. Okay, <laughs> uh, and it actually has a toe in it. Really? Oh, yeah. What? What of what? what a, kind a human of toe? toe. Really? Yeah. People donate them. That's oh, so interesting. You've
2: just got people wandering around with like six toes. I'm a, a, <laughs> no, that's dodgy, <duffy>, mate. <laughs>
1: No, I'm, assu- I'm assuming it's when they die, they donate their toe. So but...
0: conceptually, like the worm and a tequila. Yeah, pretty much. That, yeah. yeah, But
1: you're a toe when you drink instead. That's that'd different. be a really <laughs> weird
0: organ
2: donor card to be? It would, up, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't it? Like,
0: oh yeah. Maybe that's what they do with criminals, in <laughs> <laughs> not it, The big toe. Up. We'll
2: have to ask Sarah, <laughs> Sarah Palin. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, um, didn't that start because somebody had like got frostbite?
1: And yes. Then, and yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Who does <Frostbite? laughs> that? Where the hell do you have to be? <laughs> um, I think I think I think the full story was they got frostbite. Their their toe had fell off. Yeah, they'd put it on ice. Yeah, and somebody's making a drink, and it's and it it just, and, they are, and it's ended up in there. But now it's just become a tradition. That's madness. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure there's
0: uh, a lot of health legislation that would probably ban that. But anyway, moving <laughs> on. Uh, now that you've brought it out there, everyone should go to Alaska with pitchforks and. Have a problem with that. So my <laughs> third question, my third question is, what is your go-to food? Meaning, in delivery or if you're in a restaurant, where what? What is your go-to? It's not your favourite. It's your go-to. Can be your favourite, I suppose. Starts with will. Because uh... we're all bevied up from cocktails, so I need to yeah, yeah. eat see, something. See, that's the thing. <laughs>
2: uh, oh, how drunk are we? Are we still? So oh no! Like just, just your go-to. Just, just go-to.
0: Yeah. Depends
2: where I am. If I'm up here, then probably a curry. Yeah. If I'm at home, there's a bloke who makes pizzas in the garden of the pub that I work in. Oh, okay. And they're incredible, and they're free for staff. So that's probably my go-to, because I've eaten so many of them. Like It got <laughs> to the point on New Year's Eve. I had six of them. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I was working eight till six in the morning,
0: but that's good effort yeah so elaborate yeah. elaborate a bit on so you're in birmingham what curry is your go-to oh, uh, elaborate on that so probably
2: uh my standard order veggie madras pilar rice as many samosas as i can get my hands on yeah shawari naan um and then if i'm feeling particularly
1: scummy Bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sacrilege, but yes. You've yes. got to point out that he's, he is a vegetarian. Oh yeah, yeah I'm veggies. So, so he doesn't have any of the normal stuff.
0: Well, it's normal. <laughs> no, it's actually more normal because if you're Hindu, you've just insulted half of India, you spouse. Anyway. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> I think I think that's a good blend, actually. Peshwari being the sweet mm-hmm, side of yeah. the lamb bread. Yeah, it's good. That's an Indian wedding, pretty much. Oh, Enough I, samosas. I, I,
2: I went to a Hindu wedding yeah. about six months ago. My
0: God, the food. I know, it's crazy. (laughs) It goes on for hours. Just uh... Well, my experience was we were, someone had worked with my dad for many years because my dad's done a lot of business trips to India. Yes. Well, he invited us all. We were quite young at the time and it was under Spaghetti Junction, this kind (laughs) of, yeah, this this community hallway. (laughs) And we were there for a good five hours and it was just constant food, constant, constant trays and trays and trays of stuff. But after five hours, and you've probably eaten more than you've ever eaten. I mean, this makes Vegas buffets look kind of like McDonald's Happy Meals. This, oh, yeah. this was like oh, crazy this amounts of really, food. Like, it's serious. Yeah. And at the time, five hours into it, I thought, if I see any more food, I'm literally going to kill myself or blow up. Or did they like, then
1: bring out the main course? They
0: actually did, yeah. It then starts with the curries. and the uh, Yeah. absolutely amazing. But just to be uh with Will on the old vegetarian in in India, Mm. that's one of the things you will find when you go there. It's pretty much the default. And it's interesting because there's a few places that I know of that are popping up in the UK, a lot of them northern actually, which are full vegetarian Indian. All right. And it's gotta be good.
2: There are a couple of places back home. I'm from Bath slash Bristol, just so you know. <laughs> not giving you my actual address. But, <laughs> you know, uh, there's, yeah, I'll, the, I'll send that one out at the end of the podcast. Don't worry. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> vegan like pop up place. Yeah, it's
0: amazing. It's so good. Oh, it's, it's a just, very good food to do vegetarian yeah, as well. Especially if you mm. if you're a bit more adventurous. Round yeah. here, it's quite generic. Yeah, definitely weirdly because really weird. we're quite famous for it here, but it's yep. become I, very generic. It's very
2: very kind of standard. For yeah. It, but,
0: yeah. Anyway, we bring that to the <laughs>
1: Good, Good answers there, Will. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm I'm, generally quite a standard pizza burger kebab because if it was up to me, I'd probably eat Chinese every single day. you got to elaborate because that could be Chinese people.
0: And that's we that's we, what I meant. <laughs> have Chinese people in a yeah, kebab yeah. or I'll have Chinese people yeah. in a burger.
1: I, yeah. see what you're yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's illegal, by the way. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I won't tell you my address then.
0: I mean, what, what's up with you and your toes falling <laughs> off and of you eating Chinese not like I thought this was a cannibalism special. In fact, if you're listening, Wynn, which you will be, yeah. don't hate Pete. You had a lucky escape. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's elaborate. So, if you can eat Chinese every day, why should go to Ch- Chinese?
1: Um, ribs, chow mein, sweet sour chicken, and then whatever I'm in the mood So, with. just plain chow mein. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
2: I'll So be, actually, that's... Best hangover cure in mm. the entire
1: world. But the problem is it's so expensive because you want everything. You want the prawn toast as well. See, this is... It's quite interesting I'm, because if you're listening in China, <laughs> everyone's going to be like, Why is what is he talking what, yeah. about? Yeah. This, this is English-Chinese. Yeah, I yeah. should point yeah, this yeah. out now. This it's, is what we
0: get. It's really funny because, like we're saying, like, um, in culture food, both of you have said to... Both good answers. When you say Chinese food, say you apply it to America. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I could say is legitimately Cantonese on most Chinese menus is sweet and sour. Mm -hmm. That comes from Canton. But not the balls that you did in the the, sauce. That's that's us ruining it. But it's funny, isn't it? That's what I have. The culture in America is completely whack. Like, you can't understand anything that's going on in American Chinese food. And for us, it's sort of... Tiptoes, it's somewhere between the fast food and the you know, mm-hmm. it's it's really weird. Now it's getting quite there's certain places that are doing one or two items that are quite authentic. Mm. So we've got each Chinese, so mm. that should go to. So if you're on delivery or something like
1: that, that would be what you'd get. If I if I could afford it, I'd have it all the time. Yeah. But you know, you're looking at you're looking at about fifteen, twenty quid if you want everything. <laughs> and you, you can't be doing that every day. Oh, oh, if you want if you want <laughs> what Pete Dibbles is yeah, yeah. everything, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so you're going to... It's my turn, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm obviously going to... a bit more international. It's, it's quite difficult because, like, I've got three... A homes. bit more
1: international than Chinese and Indian. Yeah, because, <laughs> well, I'll be authentic <laughs> as well.
0: So, um, in Sully Oak, here where I am right now, there's a really good Persian place, actually. Mm. And whenever you're... See, I'm always sort of halfway between having to keep fit because I know what's coming <laughs> in future endeavours. So I always have to keep things to what we call the gypsy bodybuilder diet, which is like, (laughs) you shouldn't have calves, but why not? (laughs) Sometimes you have to. Um, So basically I've got to try and do stuff in brackets as healthy. So here it would be like, for me, it's just like simple stuff. They, it's like a kebab place essentially, Mm. but it's Persian. Uh, I have to have seafood. So it'll be like fish on a grill, that kind of stuff. Very boring, very organized vegetables and stuff like this, but my biggest thing is sushi. Mm. I can like literally live on that forever and ever and ever, and they just don't do that here. You know, delivery. I think there's one opened recently, but it's extortionate, (laughs) and everything else you have to go to a place, and it makes you cry because it's it's just not adventurous, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult. Uh, Hong Kong. It's interesting because. We're talking about Chinese food. Chinese food is a whole different thing in China. So it's really quite an education. Like if you went there for chow mein, it wouldn't be what you know Mm -hmm. at all. The kind of closest thing you'd get to what you would have, you'd have in congee restaurants, which is like rice porridge, which is Mm -hmm. like what you call a classic traditional breakfast or the original hangover cure. And it's a (laughs) cure-all. It's really good for you if you're ill and stuff like this. But you'll have, like, a side of noodles, and it's the closest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> to, <laughs> to a chow Yeah, because basically it's deep-fried chow Yeah, Deep-fried, yeah. crispy, and then they put the sauce on top. Okay. And whatever, you see.
1: It's a whole different culture. Sounds more like what the Scottish should do.
0: Well, I was going to say to Will, especially, like, vegetarian, if you go to... Uh, China's got some of the best vegetarian yeah, food yeah, yeah. ever. Mm. Because you go to the temples or whatever, and it's just really, really good. They do a lot of imitation stuff. yeah but it's just it's like an alchemy in how they deliver it because it's so close to to the alternative mm. but you feel you can you kind of really appreciate vegetarianism because you come out of it feeling good as yep. opposed to like god i have eaten my whole weight in lard you know <laughs> yeah. but it's an interesting thing so yeah it's it's difficult go to here would still be I'd try and do asian as much as I can because mm-hmm. that's kind of my staple definitely so, yeah, that's my three questions done. Good job, guys. Good work. Nice yeah. One. So now <laughs> we ask Will to contribute his three questions. <laughs> oh, I've only got, well, I've got two. Do you want to go after Pete?
2: Yeah.
1: All right, we'll him. do, Pete. You try and think mm. of your third. Go on then, Pete. Listen, this is a tough one because I still can't figure out my answer particularly, but what is the biggest lie you've ever told? <sighs> Obviously, something that we can broadcast that's not going to get you into trouble. Uh, that I'm not wanted in any country. I'm taking. <laughs> um,
0: biggest lie I've ever told. I I really I'll struggle with that one. Come back to me. We'll ask Will, will first anyway.
2: Oh,
1: um, just really hoping
2: no one from home listens to
1: us <laughs> uh, Well, we plan on taking the tour to Bristol, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we will. Yeah, <laughs> we will. I'm and <laughs>
2: Uh I mean there's the standard Kind of To your mum Are you drunk No <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that's But they always know They always know And that's mm. well, that's the really annoying thing Because like The few times That I've been Like getting pissed With my family They actually look at me And go Wait How, how can you do All of that You've had However much I've had and, then, and I'm like Because I'm quite good at this And so I guess there's that But Biggest lie Um Oh I uh, I cheated on my GCSEs and my A-levels. <laughs> That's not a lie, but it's kind of um, and I lied we'll, about we'll, that. We'll take that. Uh, lied on my UCAS application as well. Just bumped myself up a few grades. Uh, they
0: call that the uh, New York Opportunity.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no one checked it because no one cares. Um, lied to get my first job. Said I was someone else. I mean, they knew I wasn't. Um, that was hilarious Basically a mate who worked at the pub that I now work in Was so hung over in my bed And he just rolled over and went You go, you've been drinking there since you were 16 It'll be fine <laughs> So I turned up and I was like I am Pasha And they're like No, you're not 6 foot 2 And you don't have glorious cheekbones <laughs> And you're not talented in any way And I was like Yeah, I can pull a pint And they're like, alright, fine So I guess that um, I'm just wondering why this guy's got glorious cheekbones
1: on his CV. Oh, he has. He's he's he did a bit of modelling stuff actually. But you put that on your I mean, CV when you when, when you're applying to a pub. Well, it's, it's basically
0: your special contribution and talents, isn't it? Yeah. It's at the end well, of your that's CV, thing, great have... cheekbones. Yeah, yeah. That's his Native American name. <laughs> 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 so anyway, Pete, you've got to answer it because we've got to keep this
1: going. Um, see, I, I was struggling again myself, but it's probably just a combination of lies that I told my lecturers for why I didn't turn up for uni most of the time. Ah, uh, so that, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, cat got run over, um, overslept, which, <laughs> which which is generally technically true, but it's the fact that you didn't get to bed till nine o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah. After see. a night
1: out. See, if you were given excuses,
0: I was way too creative. Mm. I would have used the cat got run over and I buried him in the Indian burial ground. He tried to kill my family and I was a week late because of that. <laughs> well, it's basically <laughs> pet cemetery.
1: I'll give you the footnotes. A great one that we did use was <laughs> um, we, we tried to do the classic... The cat ate the homework. It was actually my friend's homework. My, my dog actually did eat my
2: homework in sixth form.
1: Well, you see what we did? And it was
2: amazing because I actually turned up with the homework and went, look, I'm not even lying.
1: That's exactly and what my,
2: we and did. And my history teacher was just like, do you know what? Fair enough, that's... I take it just I'll do it for you and I was like great cool yeah
1: but that's no. exactly what yeah. we did put some random scribbles on a bit of paper and got the cat to actually claw at it <laughs> yeah. and then we ripped <laughs> it up a bit more and we've took it in and we actually got away with that one so
0: you're now educating kids out there yeah. and how to do it properly yeah too it's right very good so
1: look, don't make it a
0: lie make it a reality
1: mm. exactly. a yeah. we, we we put more effort into getting away with not doing the homework than it would have took to do the homework yeah, but that's the way to do it <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh, also, if you want to get out of doing homework, get a girlfriend who's really clever. Mm. Honestly, that got me through all of school, all of uni, the whole thing. I
0: never had that luxury. Yeah, and when you get old enough, you call that your secretary. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, moving along. Um, I, so basically, excuses at school. Pretty much. I, I can only dwell on one because basically my whole thing has been a pastor I was raised in martial arts. I can't. I'm, I'm not I can't default to a lie mm. and I'm very creative so I'd either give you a great work of fiction as opposed to a lie it wouldn't be uh, a lie anyone else applicable I remember being very young in school and I think I had this Superman outfit and I used to wear it under my school uniform and said that I was Superman <laughs> so uh, that was a lie. Because uh, I'm not from Krypton, that blew up, it's uh, overrated anyway. I'm from a different planet, in a different <laughs> solar system. We know. But, um, yeah, no, I can't really think of any major one. I, I Yeah, it's a tough one, that is. Because mm. I think all of my... I, I've done lots of mistakes, but the mistakes that I always did, and they're pretty glorious, <laughs> right? Burning a hole in my parents' drive, they'd love me for telling you about that. Um, because I didn't realise that tarmac... Burns. It's an obvious thing, but I wasn't sober at the time, right? So there was that. I remember a time where I broke into my dad's safe trying to get my passport out. Um, but they they were trails of carnage. And you can't really lie about that. You know,
1: it's pretty much apparent. It's evident. So I've done a lot more mistakes than I have lied mm. in life. Well, you, you reminded me of the time where um, I had quite a big house party round at my parents'. And um, we did a great job clearing this up afterwards, because all my mum said when she came back home and had a look around the house to make sure everything was still in one piece was, um, (laughs) have you guys been playing bat and ball with some wrapping paper and a woolly mammoth? And I just turned around and gone, yeah, sure, why not? If that's, if that's all that you found out of place, that is absolutely fine. Well, I think, yeah,
2: to be fair, my, my older brother had a party, but my mum cottoned on to it because she came home and the house was cleaner than it's ever been. Yeah. She went, what the hell's happened?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I got away with this one for about two weeks until my best mate's mum came round to pick him up and said to my mum, oh, thanks for having them all round the other weekend. At which point, I've got the shout from down the stairs, Peter! <laughs> I always think, well,
0: I think it's interesting because I think in life, it's like, I think Will can relate to this a little bit because he's been on the road doing comedy and stuff like this in his life. Big shout out to that in, in Will's <laughs> life. But for me, it was also a case like when you make a decision that I did this from an early age at 15, that I was going to do something in acting, performing arts, etc. Then mm. you're in a band and stuff like this. You learn very quickly that lies do work. Mm-hmm. That's Definitely. that's that's a career killer, you know, right there. Yeah, you just have to yeah. be honest. And it's it's basically like I was saying, hard coding. I, I come from quite a conservative background, my my family. And essentially it's like you just don't do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think, because there 'cause there's gotta be a time where I must have covered for someone. Mm. Like a friend or something who's insane. Oh yeah, no, they're not <laughs> they're not mental. No. No, they're just <laughs> They're, they're just, We've all done that. They're, they're just waiting to be discovered. Yeah, yeah. The bodies, they're, they're, they're just mannequins. They're uh, props. Yeah. Spine. Very life like ones. Uh, they smell after a few days. But, you know, shh. No, I, I just don't think it's a uh, come out. I think the lesson here would therefore be it's quite a boring circle this is because there could be some glorious ones apart from that time I robbed the bank. Shh. No, um, but basically, no, it's almost like. If you're serious about what you do, you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And if you've been raised right, you can't. Yeah, yeah. you definitely get. I've it. met a lot of compulsive ones. Oh, yes. which oh yeah, which is ingenious because you just <laughs> have spin-off conversations and stuff. Yeah, uh, I dated one for a few weeks, but that's a different story. <laughs> or you think you, did. I, you know, <laughs> I think I did? Yeah. Do you
2: know what's really bad is when you sort of like, particularly with me doing comedy and stuff? Yeah, it's like. you'll be in a pub or whatever having a few drinks with your mates and something that would work on stage pops into your head and you sort of say it just to see if it gets a laugh then and there. Yeah, yeah. But then because they're your mates, they all turn around to you and go, that's clearly not true. You didn't do that. You would never do that. (laughs) At what point have you been... Horse riding while naked with Ivana Lynch never happened. Yeah, yeah.
1: But that's the the
0: artistic licensing.
1: Yeah, of
2: course. You can do that on stage. So if you're talking that, like, oh my god, the lies I've told about my life on stage, (laughs) I look like a functioning human. If you put stand up me, and then you've got actual me, and I'm a complete wreck.
0: Well, I think it's (laughs) I think it's embellishing. I think that you have to embellish to. Especially in comedy, because you're always um, well. It's the same with uh, anything improv as well. Stand up can it's kind of based loosely on on pre-established work, but then yeah. it hits an improv because you have to embellish, you have to find the locks and the keys yeah, and, mm-hmm. and a rhythm of the audience. Otherwise, you've lost them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is a mood hold. But yeah, just I I think it, we're the wrong people to ask. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah. Think the
2: point, the point where like definitely the line thing. ...kind of like hit me was I came off stage and this girl came up to me and went... "Oh, ...I really feel like I know you now, here's my number and I I, I actually had to go to her... ...I was like literally that 20 minutes about three things are true... ...the fact that I'm from Bath, the fact that I was at that point 22 and my name's Will... ...literally everything else, not at all true... Yeah, so she was just like oh... So you're not actually that interesting. And I was
0: like... See, the, I, think, <laughs> I think what we should turn this question into is the best lie. As in, like, the best lie you could say is turn around and saying, oh, yeah, I'm actually a secret ambassador to the Chinese spy group. And uh, they use me because uh, I've had face reconstruction to look like I do.
1: Is this something that you're trying to tell us?
0: Yeah, and that's yeah. a confession. Yeah. yeah. I think you should be creative. All <laughs> yeah. all all of, all, all of, of these course. Catholics listening, you should be creative in a confessional booth. I think it makes the day of the priest honestly so much more interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm Catholic. It's the most fun in the entire See, world. Well, <laughs> you figure it when See, figure out like eight.
0: Don't you feel like that's the pitch to Netflix for a series confessionals?
2: I, I I was in I was at confession <laughs> when I was about 9 and I literally just wandered in and went, "I killed a man." He was
0: just like he hadn't even made it to the booth yet. Yeah. <laughs> he just, just, just stated it in the
1: church. I, <laughs> I tell you <laughs> the people there, man was. He was just <laughs> taking Max at the time, it wasn't I, mean. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I tell you where that doesn't work, court.
1: <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work in there. <laughs> oh no! <clears throat> Oi, yeah. oy, you with a wig! I killed someone. I did.
0: Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Yeah, was me. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's, bad. Yeah, that's yeah. bad things to say <laughs> in court. Yeah. So if you're listening, don't do that. Don't, don't do it. Do that. So your your next question, Pete.
1: If you could be off the part in any TV show or film, what would it be?
2: Well, probably the comic relief in a sitcom. Because let's face it, if my life was uh like not a sitcom, a rom-com, sorry. It because if So life- like Reese Iphens in Nightingale, Hill, something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So basically, I because if my life was a film, I wouldn't even be the main character. I'd be the weird, bumbly guy who's best mates with the guy that actually gets the girl. And then because <laughs> the guy actually gets the girl, I turn to drink because I've lost the only person that understands me. And I've secretly been
0: in love with him but, since I was... Six. Honestly, Will, you've given me an idea because in what you've just said, you'd actually be the lead in the sequel, which would be a mass murderer film because <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the rom-com bit has made you nuts. And in the second yeah. one, you're basically Dexter. Brilliant, yeah. 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 So there's your answer.
1: All right, Pete, you. I I think it have to be something like Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, because that just just the fun that you can. But have. which character? You said part. You see. Be specific. You want me to be specific? I do. I definitely want to be Tyrion. Yeah, yeah, is, mate. <laughs> well, you'd want to be Daenerys. No, I want you to be Daenerys. That's, that's... With your body. <laughs> with, and not my, my flowing locks.
0: Yes. That's a, that's a different game of thrones.
1: I would be a fantastic mother of dragons. Hell yeah. <laughs> but no, I'd want to be Tyrion, the one that just sits there cracking all the jokes with a glass of wine. Doesn't have to do much. No, perfect. Gets all the fun sorted. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know I'm quite tall, but you know.
0: I'd be. Mine's recent from what I've recently seen, but i be Jack's teller. Sons of Anarchy. Easily. Mm. Definitely. That's very close to two things in my life. Shakespeare, because it's roughly based on Hamlet, and Mm. rock and roll, which (laughs) I lived very similar things to Sons of Anarchy. (laughs) It was Sons of Anarchy without any uh, motorbikes. It was Sons of Anarchy walking. Pedestrian, you could call it. That's a (laughs) bit of a poor motorbike gang, really, isn't it? Well, when you're in a band... uh, you need someone that can drive without crashing the vehicle. <laughs> so we had one of those. Uh, I, we had two of those, actually.
1: I could just see the Hells Angels going past on roller skates. I don't think it quite has the well, same effect. It's an Hell interesting. Angels on unicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah tricycles. Oh. That's the junior. <laughs> With stabilizers.
0: That's the junior <laughs> chapter. But it's funny because I'll tell you why. Sons of Anarchies, it, it covers a lot of things that are very close to my own world. So I've got, I've got a method here. I can mm. actually draw on things. One, being in a band, you see a lot of stuff. When we were in a band, we were touring around uh, Salvage, which is heavily a biker community, very heavily. Mm-hmm. And so we were in amongst all of the bikers quite a lot. Speaking of which, one yep. just went past <laughs> that you might have heard. Um, they know what we're, we're talking about. <laughs> Secondly, the kind of the, the culture of a motorbike club is very similar to a lot of things in classic martial arts, weirdly. Mm. Because you got like the chapter regional concept. There's a code of honor within the club. It's not unlike a uh, fraternity of any kind, like uh, even a Masonics uh, <laughs> temple or something yeah. like that. But uh, I just, I just thought it was an excellent. From start to end, it was excellent. You mm. know, and uh, it's the kind of thing that's sort of one of the dream roles that you would opt to get. And Charlie did a great job. Yeah, we talked about did. Charlie last week. Yep. I screwed up his surname because I was still recovering from fever, <laughs> still recovering from a cold. Um, but yeah, he was great in it. From Biker Grove to Sons was of Grove? He, he was yeah. a
1: get out.
0: But you think about that; it's got biker in the title. That's obviously yeah. Why they that's where he really. was going, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Biker Grove, which is an old Geordie drama mm-hmm. for kids, yeah, no, just to the world, he doesn't right. know. It's based in Newcastle. Uh, it was tragic. It was like biker a soap opera, for, yeah. yeah, soap opera for kids. Funniest thing about it is they miss a trick because with a name like Biker Grove, it could have been the original Sons of Anarchy in the north of England
1: with Anton Deck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't quite see either of them as a biker.
0: Well, you can if you're talking BMX. Well, yeah, but it could have been a whole different thing. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> have you, have that's you seen a great question.
2: My Newcastle. My God, they get feisty. <laughs> I
0: terrifying. can imagine. But I'd, I'd like to just continue that because I think there's another part like mm-hmm. we've got TV series but if you because you said film or TV mm-hmm. so if it's separate Jack's Teller would have been a dream role yeah, for, yeah. for me I reckon uh, in a film I think I'd love to have a crack at Dracula we mm. talked about that earlier
1: anything vampiric the Yeah, stat yeah. I reckon I could Yeah, yeah stat. Be good. Um, as long as it's interview with the vampire and not queen of the Dark well no but you could do the book <laughs>
0: Uh, of Lestat which they avoided entirely and it's one of the best ones in the Mm -hmm. series but yeah no I'd love to do some vampiric some like that some classic Mm -hmm. Um, and I'd have a crack at uh, Jack
1: Sparrow yeah that that would be fun yeah
0: Yeah, be a great role it'd be just good to see Mm -hmm. what you could do that's slightly different from what Johnny did even though he's an Mm -hmm. iconic role now isn't it So, have you got a film that you would take a role in, because like, rom Com sort of covers everything mm, really, but if you could s- do okay, specifics, so
2: film. Uh, okay, so this is really—it's such a terrible film, but I kind of love it, and you're going to give me so much <laughs> stick for this for the rest of forever. But have you seen the classic that is Run Fat Boy Run?
0: Yes. Right, no. so... <laughs>
2: You know Dylan Moran in that?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be... Yeah. That is... To be like, fair, I'd put yeah. you in any Dylan Moran role. Yeah. Any Dylan Moran role. <laughs> yeah. It,
2: that's... It, the man is my god. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Black books, definitely. You can, oh, yeah, you can hit oh, it. Bernard in black books. I mean, yeah. That is,
2: that's basically the life that I want, just drinking wine. So I, I, would cast
0: <laughs> you, I would cast you as a prequel to Father Jack in, in Father Tim. Mm. Yeah, that... Yep. that a was, young Jack. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean... How he's got <laughs> screwed up. Yeah. S- slightly less of the paedophilia, maybe, but... <laughs> Who knows? It's a role. Embellish it.
1: It's a role. So <laughs> Pete, have you got a film? We've talked about Game of Thrones. I, I, I filming? I often get customers at work telling me I look like famous people. The main one is Sam from Game of Thrones. Yeah. But the one I get a lot as well is Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. So you'd be in the hangover. I'd be in the hangover. Yeah. I think that'd be perfect for me.
0: I think you could I think you could pitch a British equivalent. Yeah. And totally do it. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is,
1: we'd all survive
2: it. Because with the hangover, they all get absolutely mashed. We'd all still be sitting there at the, we, end, we, at the end of the night. We'd
1: still like, be drinking. Yeah, that's, <laughs> why think, are they doing no, that?
0: it's a very good point because that's culturally why it can't be a British film. Mm,
1: because <laughs> yeah. good at that. <laughs>
2: literally, we just like at the end of like ten minutes before the end of the film, we just kind of look at each other and go. Oh, well, that's time. Do you want to go and get a kebab? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's also, it's like there's also a lot
0: of um, things that just, if you did the hangover from a UK standpoint, there's a lot of stuff that would not fly here. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't turn up in an exhausted location. You'd turn up in Blackpool, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. And yes. be like suffering from pneumonia because yep. it's so damn cold. Anyway. Yeah, so that's cool. I can see yeah. you doing that. Yeah. Anyway, your third question. Good questions, by the way. I like these questions. Well,
1: <laughs> you'll love this one then. Okay. Third one. If you were a serial killer, who would you kill first? Well,
0: does it have to be a type of serial? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If you're a serial killer, who would you kill first? Okay, well. Um, Are you an efficient serial killer? Because you could be rubbish and actually kill someone who's already dead. That would be
1: pretty bad. That that, would be a very poor serial killer. Yeah, pretty bad. In fact, in fact, in fact, I don't think that would legally. You'd call paint. that you'd call that a copycat killer, literally. Is what
0: you'd call that. I killed him in the same way that he's already dead. Isn't that fantastic? So anyway, um,
2: if you're going entirely personal, some kid from school who I hated and I still hate, and he would definitely be the first to die. Because <laughs> <laughs> you should not steal my girlfriend, you absolute scumbag! I will kill
0: you. All right, that's a warning. All yeah. right, we have to move on from that because it's getting a bit real. Okay, Pete.
1: I'd, I'd, I think I'd have to do the world of music as a, a service and Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah.
0: high profile.
1: If I hear baby one more time, I think I might shoot myself. It's high profile. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. intense.
2: Do you know what? That's the one thing that I really like Ed Sheeran for is that he, they got pissed together and he smacked him in the face with a golf club. Because basically, <laughs> apparently, Beaver was lying on the ground, stuck a golf ball in his mouth, and went, Hit it out of my mouth.
1: <laughs> Sharon obviously did. Oh, this just. just
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Gave him a good clap. Somebody, please give me that opportunity.
0: I would, mine's high profile too. I'd say Alex Ferguson. What? Oh, Alex a, Liverpool Well, fan. There's two mm. reasons. There's two reasons. One, He's lived long enough, I think. He's had long enough innings. Yeah, definitely. And two, it would free the Premier League from his grip. <laughs> it doesn't matter about my Liverpool affiliation. <laughs> a guy is too ingrained with the Premier League. So Here come that. the conspiracy theories. Nah, it's not conspiracy. <laughs> I'd say Alex Ferguson. So, we mm-hmm. have just enough time. We're going to be quick fire now mm-hmm. to end this quiz show of ours. <laughs> um, and the quick fire round is your two. If you've got two, if you've got, you got, got three, two. Could, go for it. Um, we'll yeah, do okay. two for so, Will. Uh, one,
2: you've got one album to listen to for the rest of your life, literally nothing else. It's That's a great.
1: That is great. That's good. You start, Pete. We'll end on Will. Um, I'd probably, I think I've got two that'd be a toss-up. Metallica's Black Album. Right. Because it's one of the best albums ever made. Yeah. Um, And Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park. Interesting. Which means a lot to me growing up. Yeah. It's good. Both good albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine would be Sing for Sorry,
0: AFI. Because nice. it is literally probably the best album of my lifetime. Mm. And that would be it, because I've only got one.
2: Nice. Uh, me, it would be a toss-up between two. You've got one, The Radiators from Space, Ghost Town, 1979 honestly best album that's ever come out of listen to it it beats anything you two have ever done <laughs> please just listen to it it's on Spotify it's on YouTube
1: the band you two not us two sit, so here yeah, yeah, yeah no. But, you know, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, um, <laughs> well I don't know my or, album's
1: pretty good yeah. Yeah,
2: or If I Should Fall From Grace With God which is the Pogue's third album it was also the first album I ever bought it means a hell of a lot to me it's got like it's just amazing so one of those two basically. right the question um, and second question yeah. um If you could be dropped into a band, uh, one which band, and who would you replace in the band?
1: Well, uh, mine's easy. Go on, Pete. (laughs) Mine, (coughs) um, I think we've talked about this at some point. Yeah. I would replace Ian Watkins in Lost Profits.
0: Does it continue it without a controversy?
1: Yeah. Because they used to be my favourite band. Loved the music, but then when all that happened, even if it was the drummer, I could probably bring myself to listen to it. But because he's fronting it,
0: can't do it. Well, I actually have a story about can do, Because I was actually in a band, Will. I was in a band for quite a long time. So I'd drop back into that band and do what I did, which is write everything and sing. <laughs> Play guitar and do my job. But if I could... I think if I could go into a band that's pre-established, mm-hmm. there'd be quite... A, Probably two, one would be a personal one that I'd love to do just because of the affiliation that I have to them, that would be Led Zeppelin, yeah. mm. um, and keep them going in a kind of new way. The other one, just because of same service to rock and roll, would be Linkin Park, Take it mm. yeah, Yeah, because I could probably cover it. Yeah, no, it'd be cool to mm-hmm. just keep their music alive and, you know, tribute. t right. Yeah. I think so, the
1: other one would be still panther just for the fun. <laughs> <laughs> well comedy bands are yeah,
0: comedy bands are quite interesting. Ale yeah. storm be, all that. Yeah. Well spinal spinal task, spinal tap. Band, <laughs> band, Right, so uh, we know what you're gonna say. <laughs> the Wurzles, obviously.
1: No. <laughs> I think Although, you'd be fantastic that, in the Wurzles. To be fair,
2: they actually, uh, it's now just session guys and they will drink in the pub that I yeah. work in. Uh, But obviously the pokes um, And I'm going to be completely up myself And say I'd replace Shane But on the tour that he got Thrown out in 91 So that then they could actually carry on that tour and just and then obviously when he came back in in 2001 I'd drop out and kind of go fair enough you're actually better than me but because I know their entire back catalogue I could just do that no problem at all and let's face it I can drink and smoke on stage and still
0: sing badly
1: (laughs) so (laughs) you'd be great for the Wurzels then? yeah exactly (laughs) I have seen them live and that's what they do
0: so have have we got time guys Mm because we've got to keep it going
2: Uh, have we got time for one more quick one well, the other one that I had was if you had absolutely no holds barred, as much money as you can, what would you do? Massive party, what would
0: you do? So, refine that. <laughs> if you have as much money to throw a big party, yeah, yeah. yeah. what would you do? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. We, we understand this. Pete, go first.
1: You need somewhere with a bar, obviously. But I reckon I'd probably hire somewhere like a water park or something. Yeah. Just get all your mates there. Just massive, massive speakers all around the place. Yeah. Even try and cover it maybe and get a load of lights going on. Definitely. If and then... I, I, well, I, I think because you're being quite specific here. <laughs> all right, so keep keep going. I know that, that's about it, really. You right. can just If you can just imagine that in your mind, I think that
0: would be awesome. See, I think if you have the money, because we're talking big money, I would say uh, I would probably hire out Disneyland mm. and put on a metal concert. Just because it would be ironic. That
1: would be glorious. Nice. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Dress the whole place up with uh, Hellfire and Brimstone and just... Bring reality to it. Put Mickey well,
1: Mouse you, in a gimp suit. Well, Mickey Mouse, Mickey, <laughs> Mickey
0: Mouse would be metal, metal, metal. Fine, <laughs> Mickey Mouse, which would be just worth it. Everything instead of your firework display, it'd be Ramstein pyrotechnics all
1: over the place, glorious. and you'd have a week-long festival with the biggest bands in metal, past, present, and future. That would be incredible, especially, especially if you picked Epcot because you've got the lake. Then you well, you'd have, have the whole of the lake. Well, that's the that's point. The if you have yeah. the whole if, of Disney World, yeah, yeah, money. yeah, yeah.
0: And they should do that. Is my point. <laughs> so.
2: Right, with me, I would use it to do my wedding, uh, and I would hire out the island that they filmed Father Ted on, so all of Craggy (laughs) Island, just done, I'd get Ardlo Hanlon ordained so that he could then marry me as as Dougal, (laughs) and then just, like, basically every band that I like, just whack them on this island, get all of my exes and all of the girls that I've ever fancied just in a corner somewhere, just so that when I'm getting married, I can look over at them and go, ha, 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 ha. You
0: should literally make them the Greek choir from Greek tragedy. (laughs) Exactly. All wearing masks and in white. (laughs) It would be amazing, like, the full Greek (laughs)
2: chorus thing. There you Um, go. And then, obviously, Thrones, Fire... Like brimstone,
1: brimstone. <laughs> gotta bring a brimstone. Out. Yeah, right the, the full
2: works. There would also be streams of whiskey as a nod to the Pogues. Because, yes.
0: Uh, well, a we gotta run. disclaimer here. If you hadn't guessed it, Will's the number one Pogues fan yes. of the universe, which is very good. Pretty much, yeah. So I've got to call it because we are now mm-hmm. heading into our time. This has been very good. I hope you all come back. I know you will, Pete, because yeah, you have no, you you know you're. Contracted to. <laughs> contracted without pay. <laughs> yeah. Just with pressure and guns pointed <laughs> at you. So yeah, Well if you do want to come back, Definitely. you're welcome. It'll be good to have the three questions. Hope everyone's enjoyed this. It's been a good one. It's been, it's been nice, yeah. A lot of information going on. Good Very fun. good. Good questions, guys. Right off the pause.
1: That's Alrighty. it now though. I've got none for next week. Well, we'll be back <laughs> next week we and will we will be back somewhere that isn't our normal place. Mm-hmm. And also, got to remember, check out Amazon Prime, Project FIA. That's right. All of the series is up, all six episodes Mm -hmm. are now up, and also we're on
0: YouTube. You will see extra stuff on YouTube happening in the next couple of months for Mm -hmm. sure. And bye from us and over to win for the wrap-up. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Don't forget to watch Project FIA
2: on Amazon.co.uk and Amazon.com. Our YouTube channel is FIA Gets Tubed. Feel free to comment and also reach out to us on Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA.